an American, a Canadian and a Brit stay at home. everyone and welcome to the ladies of Valhalla the family friendly female focused podcast my name is Sarah and I'll be your host today and joining me are the queens of quarantine the sirens of social distancing the best ladies of lockdown it's Bronwyn Kelly and Jessica Schaefer now you may have noticed that that wasn't my usual way of introducing the ladies and that is because this isn't a regular show Due to current events, we have kind of fallen off our regular schedule, but we wanted to check in with you, the listeners, and also with each other, just to see how everyone is getting on. So, Bronwyn, um, how are you getting on with lockdown, social distancing? How is the dreaded COVID-19 treating you? (laughs) Well, (laughs) 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 I mean, I think that sums it up nicely. Um, (laughs) The dreaded COVID-19 is treating me mild to moderately. How about we say that? Um, I uh, I have been diagnosed as presumptive positive. Uh, my doctor did not want me to come in and see her, and I do not blame her for that. Uh, but given my travel history, I was in New York, and uh, my my symptoms, I uh, I was definitely told to stay home and in isolation until I am symptom-free at minimum 14 days. So we are on day 15 now, and I am not symptom-free. Um, it's funny, all the websites that they have for, for COVID-19, um, with a variety and uh, depth and breadth of, of believability, none of them actually cover the uh, duration of symptoms. Because this novel, right? It's a novel virus. And yeah. People, we just don't know much about it, right? And it seems to vary a lot with the the severity of the symptoms and the age of the patient and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm I'm better today than I than I have been the last few days. Um, my throat is killing me. Um, I cough. Going up a set of stairs is awful because I'm breathless at the top of it makes me feel like I've never worked out a day in my life which sucks because yeah. <laughs> I want to be heavy lifting and I can't even go up a set of stairs oh so I'm looking forward to getting back to ball hockey when we can actually be out and interacting with people again and I can actually you know breathe but um other than like it's it's not bad honestly I've had way worse colds um I'm going to get better I'm just um you know, staying at home. Yeah. So I'm not being a vector. Like that's really what I, what I'm worried about is, is very much not passing this on to somebody who would suffer worse than I am, you know, like, so, um, as, as, uh, hard as it can be to, to stay in the house for, for weeks on end, which is where I'm at right now. Um, and I, I say that as hard as it can be. I'm an introvert. I love this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry there's going to be a lot of that Um, it's still I you know it's still hard to not have that daily interaction I miss my desk I've been working like a dog from home and that it's great it's nice to feel useful Um, my job is not just essential services in terms of we can stay open it's we got a letter letter from the government saying you have to stay open you have no choice figure your mm, figure your stuff out <laughs> <laughs> nicely yeah. covered thank you i appreciate that <laughs> so we spent the first week of my isolation contingency planning um and uh you know that gets a bit scary you know trying to figure out what we would do if if we have contamination in the in in the lab mm. uh, you know and i mean we spent a lot of time trying not to have contamination but it's bacterial uh viral is different and we, we don't have a lot of data to say, you know, does do our disinfectants cover 
viruses. We, we don't work with viruses. We work with bacteria. So I, I, I can't say yes or no. Um, you know, so we've had to, to work with different disinfectants and um, we have appropriate space for social distancing to some degree, but, you know, people interact with that space at different times. And so there's been a lot of additional disinfection, which at least we're good at, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can practice. I certainly have not been back to the facility um, so that I don't contaminate my team. Mm. I've been working remotely, which uh, has been an interesting challenge in terms of troubleshooting. Um, but the, oh, our team has been amazing, which is really good. They've been very supportive of me and, and um, really good at using the, the tools to, to sort of work long distance and yeah, yeah. and remotely and stuff like that. So that's been amazing. But um it's been really interesting and very heartening to see how people can come together and, and sort of adapt in this kind of situation, which is, which is really nice. Um, yeah, but it is very surreal. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, Jess, you're a bit more used to working from home. How have you found that? Welcome to my life, people. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That was sinister. Um, and it was meant to be sinister um, so this is the joke and and a lot of people I don't know if you've seen this meme going around from other friends that you have that work from home or that are stuck at home all the time Um, I don't talk about this much okay Um, and I I haven't talked about it much on here I have talked about it on social media just briefly is that recently I was diagnosed with epilepsy and told that I could no longer drive I had to leave my job I had to start working from home Um, I've been pretty sick for almost a year now, right? I guess it's been about a year, right? I, I had to leave my job, my job that I left about a year ago. Um, so I've been fairly used to being stuck at home, not being able to go anywhere, not driving. So there's this meme that's going around that people are sending that are like me, that are like, why aren't you upset or crazy? Or like, you know, everyone's watching me be fairly normal and calm. And it's because I'm just watching all of you come to my level. <laughs> you're, you're all like, this is, this is the state that I live in every day. You know, like, am I going to get pizza today? I don't know. Will someone get it for me? I have no idea. You know, like, that's, that's kind of the way I live. Anyway, so yeah, I am fairly um, acquainted to being home and by myself or stuck here. Um, not driving is definitely um, rough. So, you know, I, I am normally not going anywhere. I could go for a week and not leave the house. Um, <clears throat> although Dan tries to stop that a lot. It makes me go out. Dan's pretty good. I'm lucky to have Dan. He will be like, hey, you haven't left the house in five days. Like, let's go outside. Like, why don't we leave? And uh, he'll normally take me away from here. Um, But yeah, what's been interesting, though, is now Dan is home with me. Well, people that don't normally work with their significant others every day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hi, I feel you now. You know, so it's been interesting to work back to back because we have desks where his desk is, you know, behind mine now. So it's been interesting to set up my desk every day with someone else behind me, you know, and uh, he his job, thank God, knock on wood, um, you know, has kept going and kept him working at home and they've been really great to them. So, um, you know, I try to be as quiet as possible. He's had a lot of meetings, of course. Um, so that's been interesting. It's been interesting, um, you know, because he wants to wake up and do his normal routine, but like now he's waking up later and I'm like, dude, you're, this is my normal routine. Like get out of the bathroom. Like we all have to wake up, you know, like everyone has to go to the bathroom when they wake up and there he is like, you know, like, get off your phone like I have to pee too like you used to wake up at 7 30 and then I'd get up after you like you can't wake up at the same time as me and expect my bathroom time like (laughs) see so that's what's become that's that's been the fun thing of um you know of of our being home and being together every day although we've been fair you know we're fairly happy together we really like being together so it's not really a problem it's just more um figuring stuff out you know (laughs) Or, or like I told you, ladies, I sent them a message the first the first couple of days he was there. He was like, "What's well, what's for lunch?" I'm like, "Well, why don't you go into the kitchen and find out?" <laughs> I do you love know, that uh, so much. I, I I'm I'm not the cafeteria, you know. <laughs> There's been a couple of those. I can tell you who does really love this whole quarantine thing, and that's my dogs. 
Yeah. My dogs, man, are living their best life right now. Okay? Your dogs they are, always live their best life. They do, they do always live their best life, but, like, they're really, like, they're loving it. Like, they are with Dan. Like, Penny is just, like, on Dan all the time. Like, you know, Aww. they're just like, yes, my people, my people are home everywhere all the time. So, <laughs> so yeah, the dogs the dogs are real happy. But, you know, other than that, we're, we're, we've been safe here. You know, we've been kind of, you know, uh, quiet and not leaving. Um and everybody else has been pretty respectful of the fact that I do have health problems. So um, no one's really bothered me uh, and they've stayed out of my apartment pretty, pretty well. So that's, that's also been a plus because, mm. you know, um, as I think the three of us do have when, when you have another illness on top of getting another, you know, on top of this, it's, it's, it's a little scary to think about. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. That's so, how I'm doing. How are you, Sarah? <laughs> so I'm 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 completely different to the two of you because I have now been working at home for two weeks. Um, as soon as the word came through that anything bad was happening in the UK, my office turned around immediately. I remember, right, everybody worked from home. Um, you know, we we've got all the IT equipment. We're fully set up for this. We can totally deal with this. And obviously, I do um, take immunosuppressants, so I have that to consider. And my work are incredibly supportive of that fact. On the other hand, I live on my own and I've never been very good in my own company. I tend to or I I should say I tended to get very, very lonely and um, find it very difficult mentally to be at home on my own for any protracted amount of time. I mean, I work in a pub to get social interaction like that's how extreme it gets. But now that everybody else is stuck at home all the time as well, I'm kind of okay with it. (laughs) No more FOMO. (laughs) Yeah, I have had so many social interactions in the last two weeks, like you wouldn't believe. So I've stopped referring to it as social distancing and I've started calling it physical distancing. Because mm-hmm. I cannot, in all consciousness, call something social distancing when I have 11 group chats and counting <laughs> happening on my phone. I have daily conference calls. Not Well, I, I do have them for work. I have a ridiculous number of conference calls for work. Um, but every day at lunchtime, everyone from my team, we all get together and we have we have a quick chat and we all catch up for 10 minutes with a cuppa just to check up how everyone's getting on. And... I have calls that happen in the evenings with some of my colleagues and I have um, last night I did a virtual pub quiz um, which was fun because I won Um, but I am so much more social than I have probably been for the last eight years maybe maybe six years so yes it is difficult and yes I miss things like being able to go to the gym and being able to okay i'm gonna try and word this in a way that doesn't make it sound rude but physical intimacy if you live on your own there is no one else here you can't get a hug and you can't tap someone on the shoulder and that is really really weird because i'm used to having lots of people around that are very huggy people or you know just standing physically close to someone the only time i see people now is when i go to the supermarket over the road for me 20 minutes before closing time when i know that they've stacked the shelves but i also know there's no one else in there and i stand two meters away from the man on the till that serves me or if i go out for a walk and i see someone in a car and that's the only time i see people and that i found very very strange um and i i imagine if i'm feeling that then there are other people out there who are in the same situation that feel it too but then at the other end of the spectrum, I've got friends who are married who are sending me texts going, I'm getting a divorce before this is over, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm finding highly amusing because half the people out there are going, oh, there's going to be a baby boom nine months after this happens. And the other <laughs> half are going, there's going to be lots of divorces. Um, and sometimes those people are the same person, which I'm finding yeah, quite funny. I'm on the baby boom and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm in the I'm in the middle because I have symptoms and Steve well he didn't he does now unfortunately because we are we are not very good at 
the social distancing in the house. Yeah. We tried. We we did, like, legitimately try. But sharing a space with somebody and not having, like, not hugging and not touching. And, like, we share bed, but not doing that. It's hard. Like, it's so hard. It I'm, I have spent the last two weeks with Steve in the house, and I miss him. Like, is that, is that weird? Like, because we haven't been able to be as huggy and as, you know, because I've been sick. And it's just, yeah, I mean, we, we do work well together, which is nice. Um, we haven't had that kind of tension. overload. Yeah, that tension, that whatever, yeah. which is, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But I, yeah, so the distancing, that sucks. That it really sucks. The thing that's really starting to puzzle me. So I will say now, I am not watching the news. I am not reading the news. I don't want to know what is happening in the world. That is my coping mechanism. That's one of my coping mechanisms. And unfortunately, in my job, um, so for anyone that doesn't know, I work in local government um, within recycling and waste. So we have got vast amounts of contingency planning and we've had to look at things and say right if we lose 10% of a workforce what happens if we lose 20% if we lose 80% of our workforce what happens mm. and so obviously for me to then not be watching the news it is very difficult and very strange so I've seen you know projected figures of things that could occur but I don't know what's happening on a day-to-day basis and for me as a coping mechanism that works and that is working very very well and if people try and tell me oh have you seen how many people have died in such and such a place don't want to know don't want to know because i cannot deal with that but the thing that's really baffling me at the moment is what happens when it's over and we have to go back to living in a world with other people because now i'm kind of in this little place where Another another way that I'm coping is I'm keeping my routine. So I still get up at the time I used to get up in the morning and I still work out for an hour before work and I still, you know, I start work at the time I would normally start work and I take a lunch break and I, I finish work at the normal time I would finish. But what happens when the world goes back to normal and I have to sit in an office with people? <laughs> it's yeah. going to be so bizarre and... Like, take the pub, for example, where I work, the Nags. It has the tiniest bar area. Like, the, the the physical bar itself is big, but if you stand behind the bar and you're pouring a pint and someone wants to get past you, they are touching you. There is There is no... There are no two ways about it. You get real friendly real quick with people that you work with there. Because you have to. Because if you're pouring a Guinness and someone wants a Stella, they're going to brush past you to get... So what happens when we go back to that position and I've not like physically been within two meters of another person for however many weeks it's going to be? That's going to be really weird. And I don't know if I'm the only person thinking that way because I do live on my own and I am just in my space and it is just me. Also, anybody who's listening that is in a similar position and also lives on their own, um, yes you are allowed to talk to yourself yes you can answer no it doesn't mean that you're losing the plot it's oh, absolutely yeah. fine I 100% <laughs> yeah for someone that's at home like without being quarantined like you have to I talk to the dogs I talk to my plants like it, it be verbal it, it's not it doesn't make you crazy it means that you're thinking and it helps you express your feelings um being completely silent all the time actually I feel really makes you hold in and makes you even crazier okay oh, yeah. that, that I, makes sometimes you have your, to just talk it out yeah, sometimes you do. And it doesn't matter. You got you got I got like a little stuffed unicorn that like is our, you know, our mascot here. Might as well. It's like a little chubby unicorn. And I'm like, OK, unicorn, what are we doing today? Like stupid things like that. Like I know the unicorn's not talking back to me and can't hear me. I'm fully aware of that. That's what makes <laughs> it not crazy. I mean, if it starts talking back to you, then I may suggest um, calling one of the hotlines for some psychiatric help. Um, if, the, if the things start talking back that's when it's a problem but i don't think it's bad to talk um or be verbal even if you're alone because i do think it helps a lot oh 100 yeah. percent. yeah that is and that's that's the kind of thing that i 
sort of wanted to bring up today because obviously we we aren't lockdown experts everything that we're saying comes from our own experience so the things that maybe work for us might not work for anyone who's listening um but they might and for me that's quite important to to be able to kind of share the different coping mechanisms that we're using and the fact that you might be at home on your own and you might think that you know talking to yourself makes you crazy but all of these things are the new normal and I I keep jokingly referring to the new world order and people keep laughing at me and I'm like but this is this is reality now and this is how it is and what I'm doing now talking to a screen is the closest that I can physically come to talking to a person and it will be for I don't know how long um and (coughs) you know I have I have the people that live in my phone and I'm afraid that I do refer to you all as the people that live in my phone but you're here with me 24 7 whether you like it or not because you are in my phone and that's just how it works that's I used to always have um, a do not disturb set on my phone so it would stop giving me notifications from 8pm to 8am I don't have that anymore because if someone needs to get hold of me and that they want to talk to me that badly that's absolutely fine I will wake up at three in the morning and talk to you if you need to talk to me um, if you can break through the barrier of my sleeping but that's just one of the things that I'm doing that is that is helping me deal with what's happening in the world largely by burying my head in the sand and pretending it's not happening (laughs) I mean I have a couple of thoughts on that I mean because seriously too much reality upsets the delicate balance let's be fair Mm. um (laughs) but also like you just you do have to be aware of your own mental health kind of, especially in times like this. Right. Mm-hmm. And different people have different capacity for um, information. Right. And before that overwhelms and overloads you mm-hmm. for me, uh, I like to have a certain level of awareness of what's going on in the world because I feel a responsibility um, to bear some of that, but there is only so much I can bear before I become paralyzed with my inability to make change. Mm. Mm. And once I'm paralyzed, I am no longer effective. And that isn't good for me and it isn't good for making change and it isn't good for anything or anyone. So um, it's not valuable for me to push past that limit. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's no value at, there's no point. There's no, so it, it, it is good sense for me to keep that, that line in mind at all times, even if other people may not understand that that is my line, you know, may not understand that I can't, that, that, nope, I I can't handle hearing or knowing more, even if you can. Yeah. And And I think that's that's totally okay that's important to know so um my dad for example he watches the news all the time and he wants to know everything that's happening and he will phone me and he'll start talking and i'll just say no dad i can't because for the sake of my own mental health i need to just have whatever minimal information i need to be able to a do my job and b live my life so i think i think that's that's an important thing that people do people need to respect other people's not necessarily ability to take on that information but willingness to take on that information because of the effect that it can have on you and and those two are not entirely dis like dissimilar too right like yeah. you know your willingness and your ability are not always disconnected mm. right and then there's a flex point between them as well in different points in your life like if your mental health is at a high point and you're feeling good and you're you've got a lot of coping mechanisms and there's not a lot of stress in your life and everything like that your both willingness and ability might be higher but in a global pandemic when you're stuck at home and you're feeling stressed and or you know you're feeling sick or you're worried about getting sick or all these you know maybe your barriers are a little thinner yeah, you know? and I also. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, no, go, 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 go. I also think too. Um, we have to remember as well as is with this at, at this point. You know, we have a lot of information. Okay, there is a ton of information out there too. It is very saturated, and 
with today and the way we receive information with all the social media outlets that we have and all the news outlets and the internet, you know, some of this, I think people get very like over, I have to read everything and, or I don't know it or this and that, you know, there's so much misinformation and, you know, maybe we do all need to stop and like, say like, okay, there's a certain point where, um, it becomes, Uh, redundant you know like where this has just it's not being beneficial anymore you know a lot of of this stuff even for and i'm not just talking from like mental health period like you know um you know do we need 37 articles on the same thing you know you don't need to read 37 articles on the same like today this morning um my inbox, I got a notification from Google. I got a notification from Twitter. I got a notification from YouTube. I got like a notification for everything because it, we had the first um, passing of someone under the age of a year old from the yeah. coronavirus. Did I need 17 notifications and 17 different articles on that? You know, yeah. and I think that's the thing, too, is that maybe, uh, you know, as people, we need to, like, kind of almost scale it back. And that's what I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn off these notifications because I don't need that. And that is overwhelming. And to get that kind of news in an overwhelming thing. And it wasn't I didn't ask for Twitter to send me that. Twitter just put that up there. Yeah. But, you know, it's not it, you can't I actually can't even turn that off on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been using Twitter much because of it. Me yeah. either, to be honest. Yeah. I've, I've put to out a honest. few tweets saying um You know, my DMs are open. If you need to talk, let me know. Mm -hmm. I I am here. I check my notifications, but I am not. Well, I am for work because it's part of my job, but I am not actively scrolling through Twitter on a day to day basis because I need to curate what I'm seeing. Yeah. And and that's okay. And I think it's important to state that 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 is okay. And and absolutely. That is a valid way to be. Well, yeah. and I, th- I think we need to, you know, consider how we process the information as well as curate it. And I think that's really mm-hmm. uh, an important and key part of it, you know, is practicing good care for one another, you know, critical thinking and good care for yourself. That's so important. Yeah. If you, it, it, you know, like I've been first aid certified for over 20 years now. And one of the very first things that they talk about um, in first aid training is that you have to to take care of yourself. Mm. You have to make sure that you don't become another casualty because A, you can't help anybody and B, you've just made the problem worse for the next first aider who comes along. Yeah, mm. that's true. You know, so that is so important in every aspect of your life because first aid actually covers mental health now, which yeah. I think is so important. Um, but mental health is just as important to consider in as a problem, as a, as a medical issue, as a, you know, as, as any kind of first aid thing. So if, you know, if somebody broke their arm, you have to figure out how they broke it. Are you going to make, you know, are you going to go in and, and break your arm if you try and help them with that? That's you, you do have to figure that out before you go in and put them in a sling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the yeah. same thing with your mental health. Are you going to hurt yourself before you can help? Because if that's the case, you're not going to be able to help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have to practice good care. You have to practice critical thinking because the sources of these information that we're getting is the source valuable. Like, is the source critical? Is the source going to be that like actually honest? Mm. We're getting all of our information from the Internet and there's no filter there. There isn't. There can't be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. That means we have to be our own filter. It's not all good. Okay. But empathy, I think this is so important. Empathy, 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 empathy. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Like there was a tweet from our, because Twitter is, that's, I do look at Twitter. That's about the only social media platform I'm actually spending any time on right now. But um, there's a tweet from our health unit for our, the city that I live in, for in London. And legitimately, they had to put out a tweet that says, if you don't have any symptoms, you can still walk the dog and enjoy the outdoors. If you see your neighbors outside enjoying activities at a distance, please do not call 911. Our emergency services need to be available right now for those who need it most. Oh, yeah. Oh, my we God. We yeah. that here, too. 
Yeah, we've had a lot of that here. Um, like, but it's been pretty bad here, though. I, I'm not going to lie. It's not our neighbors walking the dog. It's it's 37 neighbors together standing and having like a wine party in the middle of the block. That's oh, yeah, my the downstairs neighbors have yeah. a party on Saturday night. Um, yeah, you know, like you know th- there's already four of them living in a flat that I live in the same size flat mm-hmm. on my own, and it's too small yeah. for me. But I've I've been putting out a lot of messaging around, you know, be nice to your waste collector. These guys are yeah. still out there doing a job. So putting themselves not, at risk every day. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It takes five minutes. So I went out. My my personally my bins get placed on a friday so i went out thursday night filled the bin up cleaned the handles off with you know antiseptic clean stuff and i went back out the next morning and i did it again because yes the guys are wearing gloves but they're also touching a thousand bins a day and stuff can get transferred and some people and i've you know i've seen pictures of this and i've heard about this some people have been leaving notes out for them saying here are you know here are bottles of water for you here are unopened packets of antiseptic wipes for you to use if you want them um and just notes saying thank you thank you thank you for doing your job thank you for being out here carrying on and and getting it done but on the other side of that i front the social media and i've literally had people going well i think it's absolutely disgusting that you didn't come and pick up my bin of garden waste how very dare you and i i got to the point um last week where i wrote a message the gist of which with the swearing removed (laughs) said people are dying peter check yourself and that was the point at which i thought you know what I need to go and take a break. I need to step away from the computer. Yes, I, I'm on work time, but that's fine because, you know, work understand. And yep. I had had probably six hours of it straight at that point of people just complaining. So when we're mm. talking about empathy, have empathy for people who still have to do jobs. People yeah. who are working in food stores, people who are taking your bins, people who are still having to drive buses because some people still need buses, doctors, nurses, you know, people that still have to do jobs. And also, maybe if you are on the Internet and you're yelling at a company, kind of try and remember that there's someone that has to answer that message. Right. Because mm. Because I'm guilty of that sometimes. I get annoyed if, if something goes wrong and I'll go on their Twitter and go, oh, you haven't done this or you haven't done that. And then it's like, oh, actually, no, sorry. I'm going to delete that because you're a person. Um, so when when you are practicing empathy, and I think it's important for everyone to do that, just, you know, remember that no matter how bad your situation is, there's probably somebody who's got a tougher job than you or having a rougher time than you. Um, and it can be hard to acknowledge that you know yes this is difficult on everyone it's it's weird and it's strange and it's it's not always nice but there will be someone who's having a worse day than you and yeah when i when i if i have to leave the house if i go for a, a walk or what have you i will smile to people and i will say good afternoon to them and people look confused oh yeah people don't mm. get it and that makes me sad because i I am trying to be grateful for what I have and I am every day making a point of finding I keep I'm really bugging them on my work group chat I keep calling it hashtag silver linings because I'm like yeah sure we're all stuck at home and some of you are having to work from like six till eight in the morning and then homeschool your children and then work again in the evening but think of all the time you're getting with your children that you wouldn't have otherwise had and I'm getting time to catch up on my Netflix watching and read books and communicate with friends. And I never used to have this time because I was constantly rushing from one thing to another. And the alarm would go off at five and I'd be at the gym at half six and I'd be work at half eight. And now I'm sort of going, what did I do with all my time? I was so stressed and so worried about all the things I had to do. I never actually sat down and thought what do I want to do and mm-hmm. it's it sounds like a really hippie thing to say but I am grateful for so much more now than I was even a month ago oh yeah I mean I know like I'm, I'm working my tail off because you know we test drinking water and that still has to go on mm. you know when even in a global pandemic people need clean drinking water right you know this is mm. a thing mm-hmm. um 
but it, working from home, I'm getting to focus on some of the things that have been, you know, pushed off my list um, a few times. And, and I just I'm starting to feel a little bit more caught up and I'm start, which is weird because I've honestly worked so much more overtime in the last couple of weeks and I'm I'm sick and it, I'm not ergonomically set up at home. And I'm like, you know, like there's silly, silly things you can complain about. But my team has been so good and so supportive and you know, our communication skills have improved because we've been forced to do everything remotely and um, troubleshooting has been really interesting to do when I'm not able to just run into the lab and look and see what's going on, you know, and it's just, it's been such an interesting perspective for me and to know that we can do this and just to see our team really pull together and work. It's just been such a joy. And I, I, uh, that sounds like such a weird thing to say, but it's true. I, we've talked about like my, manager and myself we've actually specifically talked about how great the team is right now and how everybody's working together and how just mm. you know mm. there something really positive has come out of this so very, trying very to focus on those same. things very much the same mm-hmm. for us yeah i mean we we have in our department we have two teams and unfortunately a week before it all really went off here one of the managers of the team not my team but the other team he um pulled a muscle in his back so he was off sick for like the first two weeks of all of this happening when when we all shifted to home working and you know he would kind of text and check in on people and he's like I feel so useless because I'm not doing anything and we said no but you are because you're checking in on everyone every day and you know sending around silly memes and and you know just things like that but you're checking in on our mental well-being yeah which mm-hmm. is which is a massive thing because we've had this huge shift from being where we were to where we are and and you know yes people are now homeschooling and if I see one more meme about how parents should be paid a teacher should be paid a million pounds a year now um, then I'll have seen them all yeah but yeah. I, but, it, but I think it's important that you know we we do we do take a minute and just think actually yes people are getting to spend more time with their children or with their partners or with themselves in my case um but (laughs) there there are good things coming out of this um i managed to actually have a conversation in spanish the other day with someone which i've never managed to do before but because i am not rushing around like a mad woman trying to do ten thousand things at once i've actually sat down and put some real time and effort into trying to learn Spanish which I've basically been doing for like four years now and just not getting anywhere and I I did something yesterday I never do I binge watched a Netflix show <laughs> I well, genuinely, well, genuinely everyone can... binge watch that Netflix show let's yeah. I haven't done it yet I haven't done it oh, yet B, you're so missing it I can't believe we can't I, you can't go just go right now shut, <laughs> shut this off you go watch it because let me tell you okay for, for okay. anyone who um, in fact for everyone who isn't part of our cheerleader chat um <laughs> I okay so I've been watching on my <laughs> breaks that i take at work my niece wanted me to watch the dc superhero girls cartoon on netflix which i highly recommend it is so adorable and i love it but i've watched all of it and it came up with the the whole you know netflix recommends thing and i was like tiger king what's this (laughs) and um several hours and many many messages later i finished binge watching the entirety of tiger king and oh boy that was quite a ride but i genuinely don't know the last time i sat down for like an entire afternoon virtually in fact part Mm. of an afternoon and an evening and just sat and just watched something and just completely immersed myself in it and okay being grateful for binge watching a tv show might sound ridiculous to some people but for me to actually just sit and laugh and enjoy something and not have that constant nagging thought of I should be doing something I need to go and do some work I should be working out I should be doing this I should be doing that it was actually a very enjoyable experience very bizarre um if you haven't watched it and you are over 18 please do go and watch the Tiger King we need to talk (laughs) um 
but it's it's things like that that's that's you know you have to let yourself feel things in situations like this and sometimes that's not always going to be happy feelings and someone sent me a video just before we start recording today and it was a lovely video and it, it was all about how you know in a few months or years down the line we'll be looking back at this and going oh do you remember that really weird time when everyone was like locked away in their houses and and yes there'll be a baby boom and yes there'll be it'll be something that will be taught in schools and it was a really positive hopeful video that was sent to me in a positive hopeful way and I just sat here and cried because sometimes you just need to let stuff out and apparently what I needed to let out today was about 10 minutes worth of huge sobbing racking tears and I've no idea where they came from and I hadn't been having a particularly emotional day I didn't think but I didn't stop myself I just let it happen and I felt better for it because well, sometimes you, you got it sometimes yeah, you gotta get <laughs> sometimes you just gotta feelings. cry yeah no I don't think that's normal I mean again I, I've been home for a lot longer than you guys and crying a little bit longer <laughs> by myself <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, no, you know, um, even through all of this, um, unfortunately, I'm still changing medications and that has been fun. They put me on a new medication last night. Yay, Yay! guys. Fun stuff. But the thing is, so yeah, like every time they do this, it's like kind of far away. So I spent, you know, I, I sat down last night and had a good cry myself. But you want to know what? I felt better. It actually made me feel better. Like, there's so many people who are like, crying is weakness. It's not weakness. Sometimes you just need to cry. You know what? It's going through. Yeah, exactly. It's okay if you've gone through 10 different anti-seizural medications and none of them have worked and you're sitting on the floor crying. That's okay. It's okay if you were sitting at home and you're alone and you're scared and you want to cry, cry. It's okay if you're sick with COVID-19 and can't touch your husband and you want to cry, cry. All three of us have had reasons to cry, you know, and, and we should be allowed to cry. Crying's okay. That's Mm -hmm. my end. That's, that's my rant on crying. Um, You know, it doesn't make you less strong and it doesn't make you less capable and it doesn't make you less anything it just makes you human yeah tear ducts belong to everybody and can i point out that goes for guys too yeah this is not gendered yeah i know that there are still a lot of people out there who are like oh no men don't cry yeah they do and 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 they should and it's and they'd be better if they did yeah men can cry you need to cry and you feel like you can't cry because you're a man go watch coco Oh my God! Yes, that'll, yeah. There you go. That that'll make you cry. No, really. And I think it's sad because a lot of men are pressured to be so manly and they can't cry. And I do want to say, um, I am. I, I I put it in our documents, and I am going to link um, for U.S. I don't know what the the Canadian and the the U.K. equivalent is, but um, there is um, a helpline um, right now that are open. I think they're even in New York. I know New York has one specifically for New York, but I just have like the U.S. CDC site. But there is a line that you can call and speak to somebody in this time okay um now that we're talking about crying and being sad and all of this type of stuff and and how we're coping and if you can't cope and you really feel that sad there is even if it's not us if you want to send us a message that's great but there are professionals that are waiting and standing by to help you um and we'll put that in the notes there is there are links to that i'm sure there's a uh you know a uk equivalent and a canadian equivalent that we can yeah, find the links we'll, to as well 100 yeah we'll so you know you're there there are options you're not alone there is someone to talk to even if you don't know that person speaking to someone can really help um so yeah so we'll put that link in there as well so since we're speaking about our mental health and crying i don't want to mm. leave that out but i would also say there are um i know that i've said i'm kind of staying off social media that doesn't really include instagram because i spend a lot of time on instagram that apparently is my platform of choice now but I have found some accounts on there who are very, very good at just putting out little reminders, you know, just just kind of saying it's okay if you're having a bad day and it's okay if the best thing you've achieved today is changing out of your pyjamas or brushing your teeth or having a shower or if you didn't even do any of those things, it's still okay. Um, So I will I will try and share some of those um, via our social media accounts just to kind of reinforce the message that yes you are entitled to your feelings and your feelings are valid no matter what they are you can be sad you can be angry like i got irrationally angry the other day when my 
eggs wouldn't cook properly. But I, wasn't, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted a poached egg. Okay, do you think they would poach? But it wasn't the eggs. I scrambled them in the end. It was a disaster. Um, it wasn't to do with the eggs. It was the fact that I knew that was the last egg I had in the house and I didn't want to go shopping until I had to go shopping because I am trying to avoid leaving the house because that's a sensible thing to do. And it had nothing to do with the eggs. It was at the time for me a real feeling of powerlessness and helplessness because I'm not going to go to a shop just to buy one packet of eggs. Um, Also to my friend Matt, who I used to work with, if you are listening, thank you so much for the offer of the eggs. Please do bring them round. Yes. And thank you if you're listening to brad because we really appreciated the grocery top off and the uh the distant physically distant communication with a friend through our kitchen window that was amazing <laughs> yeah if we're saying thank you um well well i'll thank my mother-in-law who um went out and fully stocked my refrigerator and made sure that me and Dan had everything we needed because she knew that I would not be allowed to leave the house once this happened. So I really appreciate that as well. Um, That, that, you know, again, um, saying thank you is a good thing to say thank you to people because there have been wonderful people. Uh, Yeah, no, I really appreciate what, what she's done. I also want to say thank you to all the people that are still working. Like we're all at home and we know that, that a lot of you cannot be at home and you have to go out Mm -hmm. through this and you have to do your job and you have to work at a grocery store. You have to be a nurse. Um, My sister-in-law is a secretary in the ER of our hospital um, and she is six months pregnant Mm -hmm going into work um, with no masks, with no PPE, um, you know, that's a whole thing that's going on. I'm sure everybody um, is watching it. The, you know, um, you know, she's scared and still going to work every day. Thank you for that. You know, I thank her every day. Um, she's amazing. I, I don't know how she's doing it, to be honest with you, um, because if I was her, I'd be so scared. I'd just be like, nope. <laughs> um, but she does she works and not just like she works night like Jean works overnight my my sister-in-law who is Gwen I talk about Gwen all the time the mother to my yeah. my wonderful niece you know she works overnights um in an ER in in a hospital that's not that wonderful either the hospital mm-hmm. that she works for has not been wonderful um they've been kind of terrible to their employees um through this so uh, I thank them. I thank all the nurses um, that are doing this without any masks right now um, because it's crazy. You know, law enforcement going out there, no masks, uh, you know, because they're putting their selves at risk every single day so we can sit home and, and be safe and, yeah. uh, you know, just appreciate them for a minute a little bit. So, yeah, 100%. And kind, mm. of, um, kind of following on from that and talking about people who – you know people like us who are able to work from home um one of the things that's very important for me and i don't know if you ladies have done this as well but is having a very clear and delineated this is my work stuff this is my home stuff so i've moved my furniture around in my flat it didn't take long it's a very small flat there's not a lot of furniture but i've gotten my quote unquote office which is you know my table and my laptop and I've put it in an area so I've got natural light and if I want a window open I can have the window open and I get up in the morning and I dress in my office clothes um and I put my makeup on and I I get ready for work um and I don't know if other people do this but for me that really helps me get into that mental state of right this is work time and then when I finish and I switch the laptop off I go and I get changed and I put on like jeans and a hoodie or something and I go okay the laptop's been put away for the night which admittedly I'm not that great at doing so I do sometimes get it out again later but still and you know I'm no longer in bunny ear quotes working because I'm not in my work clothes and I'm not at my work table it's now my dining table and I can sit on my sofa so I won't sit on my sofa during the day because I'm working and I don't know if other people do that or if that's just something that I do. I definitely do that. I, I get up. I put on my work clothes. I, I have to admit, I have not been good about putting on makeup, although I put on makeup to do my socializing. It's funny like because <laughs> it, you, it's like you were saying about the social distancing. Now I have Zoom dates like it. I, I have honestly been more social since I've been isolated. <laughs> I swear to God, it's so funny, but I put on makeup to do that because I might be on video. Um, 
So I have not been doing my makeup or my hair per se, but uh, I definitely put on work clothes to mm. get up and go to work. And I go and I sit at my desk, which is the dining room table, as you say. But um, and I do my work and then I, I do. I take my break and I time it, you know, like I you know, like I, I do, do that when I'm at work. <laughs> and I, you know, but at that at that time, I might go sit on my couch and I'll, I'll I, you know, I play my Animal Crossing for 30 minutes and I go back to work. <laughs> mm. no, you know, you but there's a cute. distinct delineation between work and not work you know the only and... thing the only thing I do that I wouldn't do in the office um so when I'm in the office I will always make sure I get up from my desk at least once an hour and walk to the kitchen or go to the loo or just do something to get a few minutes away from my screen yeah. but obviously here it's considerably quicker doing all those things because I could just about you know reach my kettle from where I sit yeah but I set a timer on my phone once an hour at different times every hour I'll set a five minute timer and I will walk up and down on the spot or I will have a five minute dance break and I'll throw some tunes on and I will dance around my flat and this is the point in which I should point out that's so smart people people that drive on one of the main roads into my town go past my flat and can see into my flat Uh a fact that I choose to gloss over when taking my five-minute, often Taylor Swift dance break. Nice. Um, and the other day I stood here and I had five minutes of Rocky Horror Picture Show and I had a great old time doing the time warp in my How room. How did Listen, listen. Okay. Faithful handyman. Okay. I was a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the Candyman. <laughs> And Bronwyn's having a moment. Um, Don't get strung out. By the way, I look. look. Don't judge a book by By its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. See, you guys are cute. Uh, <laughs> adorable. <laughs> you guys kill me with your your separating. My life is just. And I don't know what day it is or time. Pretty much most of the time, um, I would don't know if if is it working. <laughs> like, am I working? Am I not working? <laughs> That's the other part too. Is that like you know you guys have a little bit of a different job than me. You guys work for governments, and I am an artist doing weird things whenever I feel like it pretty much. So um, I have been doing my makeup. I'll, I'll go into this. I have been doing my makeup. Oh my God. To make, yeah. To, to make ridiculous TikToks um, for everyone else's enjoyment. Which are amazing. I should point out they are ridiculously yeah. amazing. Okay. So apparently you're not the only ones. Like I have been getting like someone actually made like a full post on my Facebook. One of my wow friends, a friend that I made in World of Warcraft years ago, um, made a full post on my Facebook telling me how much they loved the the TikToks during this time. And I was like, really? Like, this is, and I'm like, people are sending me messages, like, please keep making them. Like, they were the highlight of my day. I'm like, this is the highlight of your day? No, legit. They're the highlight yeah. of my day. Yeah, this they're amazing. Never stop. Um, so yeah, I have been doing my makeup. I am not like you guys, though. I am. I do not, I, I should. I, I unfortunately float in and out of like working and not working right now. Unfortunately, there's just not a lot of work for a graphic designer. Everything's shut down. So I do not have a lot of work. I am I am pretty much unemployed at this point, um, which I figured was going to happen. And it's OK. It's all right. It's not the end of the world. We'll we'll survive. Dan and I are lucky, knock on wood, that his job is pretty good. So we'll survive. So I have like markers all over my house. There's ring lights. There's stands. There's makeup. I've been ordering. This is okay. Uh, Why a time? Dan doesn't know this. Shh, shh. No, Dan. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> uh, I have been. I have just been ordering makeup. <laughs> Yes. It's become. Yes. See, this is this is this is my coping mechanism. You want to know how I'm coping? I'm buying unnecessary makeup online, like a weirdo, to make TikToks. Okay, this is where I've gone. And that's um, but, okay. Yeah. You're doing it for the rest of us. <laughs> there you Take go. So yeah, so um, so no, I am not sending breaks for myself. I'm just weirdly making TikToks, maybe drawing with a you know marker. Like I said, I don't know what happened. I literally have markers all over my house right now 
from like drawing in different places. Like, oh, I'll sit in this chair and leave my markers over there. Um, yeah, it's definitely time to clean up a little bit. I think it looks like we've been in this house for two weeks together. <laughs> oh, my, my flat has never been so tidy. Like, no, it was like there's the bathroom definitely not is here. spotless. Although I did make it look like I'd murdered someone in the bathroom earlier because I used <laughs> red tinted hair shampoo. Um, Amazing. Like my kitchen is pristine. I was in there earlier. I batch cooked enough food for about 30 people apparently i'm I'm terrible (laughs) at portion control but everything's been cleaned up everything's been put away the food's on the side cooling before it goes in the fridge this doesn't normally happen i have a very low boredom threshold nothing's as clean as it normally is now disinfected here but untidy yeah (laughs) i have listen everything was like well the thing was because Right before this happened, Bronwyn and Steve came and stayed with me. Yeah. So my I cleaned my house to make it acceptable for people to be. <laughs> and it was gorgeous. Like, thank you. Thank you. You know, it did not look like that before you guys got the day before you got <laughs> I would not have known. It was beautiful. Like, that was not what it looked like. Um. So so my house was fairly clean to start. So it had a good base. <laughs> yeah. we, we had a good base to start with. So it's not, I just, I don't know what, it just looks like me and him have had projects all over the place. And that's what's happened is like, I planted 74 bulbs in my backyard. Like, what happened to me? I'm an old lady. I'm outside with a bulb going shoes. like, Yelling, I'm yelling at kids to get off my grass. Don't stand on my lawn. The kids are outside. They're playing. I don't want them on my lawn. You're going to mess up my bulbs. I just seeded. Okay, that was me the other day. I bought boots. I bought gardening boots. What's happening? This is what's happening. This is what I'm doing during the plague. Me, I'm gardening. I'm but it's a good way. An animal crossing. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say, if you are, if you do have the area to garden um, and you don't ever garden and you do have an outside in this time to get outside and to do that was very calming. It was nice. It was a nice day. It was like 60 degrees here and sunny and going outside. And even though I like kind of was like, it was a bit of insanity because why I decided to buy all those bulbs, I I, I don't know. Because your garden's going to look gorgeous in several months. It will. Yeah, exactly. In a month time, it will look beautiful. But um, it was almost, you know, it was like, it was nice. It was outside. We were breathing. We were kind of just doing things. It was quiet. The dogs were like outside by themselves, too. It was, it was weirdly just calming to be outside, to not be inside the house. You know, it was good. Um, So I do say if you if you've never gardened before and you have access to some kind of, you know, plants or you can order plants, try it out. It's not the worst. I'm not exactly good at it, though. Okay, like everything will die. Perfect. (laughs) I will kill everything because you're because you're you're getting the enjoyment out of being outside and soaking up the vitamin D and getting the fresh air. So it doesn't matter what comes of it. You've already had one of the advantages of it so i you don't know, have I don't go outside like you know me like i have my outside area i still sit inside outside my <laughs> coach it is my true. coach gave us all plants for christmas this year and the plants that she grew herself they were cuttings from plants that are in our gym area so they've all sort of you know been part of our training experience for the last year and so she she took cuttings from them and then grew them all in her living room until they uh, were ready to transplant into their own little pots and then gave them all to each of us oh my god it was so sweet and so we got this and we're just trying not to kill it she says that's okay you can bring them back for play dates you know and <laughs> she'll bring them back to life and yeah my mom does that but uh, so far it's actually going strong she put she, she's so cute she gave you know each one of us a hashtag and wrote us all a little note and it, it was so beautiful um yeah it's a and actually you guys should check it out it's called the make it happen project it's make it happen project.ca um and uh she's doing online classes right now so anyone can participate and they are amazing her name is sarah and she does has such a positive energy and does an incredible workout and uh i cannot recommend it enough so i'll, I'll put the link in the sh- in the uh, show notes but um just yeah super super incredible positive gym experience uh from your living room right now which is an incredible uh, gift so that is that's awesome but uh she specifically put our plant in a pumpkin um <laughs> container <laughs> so ours is jack the pumpkin king 
Good. And so we have been giving her updates to make sure that he's still doing okay. And she specifically gave us instructions on how to keep him alive. You know, so he's he gets one shot glass of water once a week. <laughs> and he's actually thriving. It's the first plant we've kept alive. Like, and I, I literally have a degree in environmental science. Like, I can talk to you about water and soil chemistry and physics. And I, I mean, I have been working in water microbiology for over a decade. And I cannot keep it alive. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I have the blackest thumb of any virus I've ever met. Like, my office mate keeps our pl- office plants alive. Like, she, when she goes on vacation, she sets me an outlook reminder for how much and what to water the plants. And it gives me anxiety. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, so Not you I'm having trying... anxiety, the fact that she sets you outlook reminders for the plants. Oh, Outlook reminders for the plants. And I just, I have so much love for this Jack, the pumpkin king, that I'm, it's like my baby. Like I, he needs to live. And right now he looks amazing. And I'm so proud of that. And <laughs> if he ever starts to look less than amazing, I'm bringing him back to Sarah like, fix him. Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm just praying to everything out there that he might make it through distance because I can't bring him back to Sarah right now. <laughs> and I'm so anxious. He'll be fine. He's still amazing. He's getting all good, your love. Oh, oh my God. I just, I love this plant so much. <laughs> I don't want him to die. He's please. not going to die. He's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> and as you can hear, we're all coping remarkably well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just had to throw that one in there because I do have I have these moments. So like this morning, I um, I've been working with a trainer and I did the workout that he set me and it took like an hour and there was cardio involved. and It was horrific. And then I finished and I was like, mm, I don't feel like I've done enough. I'll just do a little bit of weights. And next thing I know, the doorbell rang and it was um, a parcel being delivered. And I forgot that I had just done like three hours of exercise in what was essentially a sports bra and pants and I opened the door to a delivery man and he was very confused Uh, and had luckily he rang the doorbell and put the parcel on the ground and then like stepped back two meters to make sure that I got it and I opened the door and he went oh hello and I looked down and went oh sorry and just shut the door again Oh, and Sarah, 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 for our non-UK listeners, can you please explain what pants are? (laughs) Pants is underwear. Yes, yes it is. Not real (laughs) pants. Like, not like pants that the the rest of you know. Not like trousers pants. Those are trousers. Not like like jeans or or leggings. She's she's in her 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 undies. (laughs) Yes. So I'm doing really well, too. I'm finding the amusement in things like this because uh, I was just like, wow, made him smile. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't complain. Nope. I wouldn't complain either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start sending you pictures. Um, And this, this is, this is what we're talking about is, is just finding that amusement in these, like, no other time would I ever have forgotten what I was wearing when I opened the door because I'd have had people clothes on because I'd have done my workout at the gym then I'd have had a shower and put people clothes on but no no I stupidly did three hours of exercise this morning and then when I was cooking earlier I tried to get a saucepan out off the top shelf couldn't get it it was amazing can't get my arms above my shoulders yeah it was gonna be fun um but yeah, so is there anything else that you ladies kind of wanted to bring up that I haven't mentioned yet to talk around, um, you know, lockdown and, and, and the new world order, as I insist on calling it? <laughs> Just if there is a small part in the back of your brain somewhere that is waiting for the zombie part of this to show up, <laughs> know that you are not alone. <laughs> I, too, have been completely conditioned. <laughs> so I'm yeah, thinking dude. that this is a practice apocalypse. So let's get it right so that when this actually happens, we'll, we'll know. We'll have our plan in place, okay? So we're all we're all together on that same page. So you're not alone. You're okay. <laughs> That's good to know. I am waiting for a teenage saviour to rise up and save us all because I've read one too many YA books. Greta yeah. Thunberg, she's already here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. you know. She just she just arrived like a year early, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, 
Um, Jess, is there anything from you that I haven't? That um, I think we, I think we went everywhere. Um, I think, I think we've, <laughs> we've come full circle. Um, yeah, no, again, I just want to stress, um, you know, if a, I'm with Bronwyn on the zombie apocalypse. Okay. I'm it's also in the back of my head. Everything that I've read or seen tells me this is how it starts. Um, but no, um, it, again, I want to stress that if you are, um, alone and sad or, or have, just thoughts and negative thoughts if you need to talk to somebody we are always open we do not mind you can always send us a message anywhere on facebook on this on that anything um you can send me a message anywhere you can email us we will answer we will listen um the website has uh, a a form you can send us an email um we will always listen please if you need help then like i said again we will link um the cdc website the canadian website the uk call someone talk to somebody um because that i think is is a bigger issue here that that is not being discussed enough is mental health i mean it is being discussed and that's to me very surprising also as well um but you know that's a huge thing don't feel that you're alone you're never alone you're never really alone um there's always somebody there that that cares for you um even if you think that there's no one um and we are always here and we're always being weird and if you uh want to be like my friend yeah we are always being weird (laughs) Um, if you want to be like the rest of my friends and family, um, you can follow me on TikTok. I am at Jarsica as I am on everything. And I will be posting weird videos. I don't care who hates it. I don't care as long <laughs> as someone is getting enjoyment out of it. I promise that they will most likely be um, very funny and uplifting and in comedy and spirit. Some of them may be a little weird. Uh, I have some makeup things in mind. But, you know, just move Glorious. past those. Just scroll past. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I am doing it to be positive, to to bring a little humor. Um, also, know that we are, you know, I know I've been scared. I don't, I don't want to speak for the other women, but know that we're scared too. Yeah. You know, um, you're not alone in being scared. Um, we're all a little scared, but we're gonna be funny and weird and and do things to get through it because, um, yeah, maybe it will help if you can help yeah. one person, right? That's the goal. Yeah. Um. And. What I'm not going to do, because I feel we're kind of coming to the end of the show here, I'm not going to go through the usual spiel about Patreon and the website, because that doesn't really seem appropriate right now. But what I will ask to anyone who's listening to this is keep in touch with us. Um, Drop us a message, send us an email, send us a tweet, however you want to get in touch. Just let us know how you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And tell us what we can do to help you. Do you you want more shows like this that's just us chatting? Would you like... Um, some more video content do you want to read reviews of books on the website do you want us to just do our regular shows and pretend like everything is normal in the world we <laughs> do you want us to a- shut up <laughs> yeah, do you want us to just go away um, don't answer that one. um but we're we're here for you and we are here to help you through so tell us what we can do to help you and we will do our level best um as Jess mentioned, you can find us on all the social media channels. We are at Valhalla Ladies. You can email us, ladiesofvalhalla at gmail.com if you want to. Um, Bronwyn, where can people get in touch with you? You can find me at ShinyBabyB on all the things. And Jess, where are you on the internet? At Jarska. Just everywhere now. I'm just everywhere. <laughs> she, is. she is everywhere. Go find her. She's hilarious. Um, personally, I am everywhere that media is social under the name Geek Country Lady. I really, really hope that you have found something helpful from our chat today. We know this isn't what we normally do. Um, It's not the normal structure. It it is a bit different. But, you know, things are a bit different at the moment. And this is just something that we wanted to do for you, the listeners. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back in yours again soon. This started as, uh, you know, introverts like dream come true like you know okay finally i've been preparing for this my whole life and then the extroverts started to be like freaking out and taking over and all of a sudden (laughs) i'm like no No. there's too much